You are listening to TKO on CFRU Radio 93.3 FM in Guelph, Ontario and available worldwide at CFRU.ca. What is happening, everybody? What is good with y'all? It's your girl Janan right here on TKO. As you already know, here on TKO, all we talk about is mixed martial arts, also known as MMA and other combat sports too. We also discuss the issues that surround the world of fighting and talk about notable fighters and athletes and how they all got started in the game and of course where they are now. So what is good y'all? I hope everybody's been enjoying their first week of 2022. Wow, I cannot believe it. Um, to me personally, it just feels like we're kind of stuck in 2020, which I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing, but, uh, I think it's just one of the side effects of the pandemic. Like our perception of time has just really been messed up with. Um, but also I just feel like it's kind of early and premature to judge our perception of time for 2022. Like it's only, yeah, it's only been a few days since New Year's uh, day. And um, it'll just take a while. But I hope, uh, first of all, Happy New Year, everyone. (laughs) And I really hope that this year brings about a lot of um, success and good vibes and health and everything good for all of us. Um, I really am a huge believer of everything that you manifest early on, you'll eventually get to subcon like your subconscious just works on it. And then with hard work and dedication, you will achieve your goals. So this is no exception here. I feel like we need to manifest a lot of positive and good stuff early on in the year so that later on, um, like without even knowing we'll actually achieve those things. Um, like not consciously force it, because sometimes that doesn't work either, but manifest it, uh, like meditate on it, put it in your subconscious, close the close the box <laughs> kind of thing, and then work hard towards it, and then you'll get it. I feel like manifestation, though, it's, it's huge. Like you have to um, mentally want something really, really bad, and then with your hard work and dedication, like everything just comes smooth. Um, of course, I feel like I might be sugarcoating it a little bit. Sometimes it's not as easy as I just made it sound. But regardless, I feel like um, as long as you also send a lot of positive energy towards your goal and like what you want to achieve, um, it like it will just naturally come um, easier, if that makes sense. So yeah, manifest all this good stuff early on in the year. And I hope everybody has a very productive year ahead and that um, paths just kind of open up for you uh, that will help you achieve your goals, the, the stuff that you have set, set up for yourself to achieve in 2022. Uh, your new year, that also, I also wish that everybody sticks to their new year resolution because I feel like sometimes we like we're just so eager to get started on those early on in the year. But then once January is done, we just kind of forget about them. Um, speaking of New Year resolutions, so I, I know that the most popular one, I would say <laughs> by far, is to sign up for a gym membership and to just like get in the gym, work out more often, like get fit, stay healthy, all that. And I know that. 
Um, at least if you live in Ontario, uh, I'm not really uh, well versed on the rules and regulations of other provinces in Canada, but I know that in Ontario, actually starting today, because you know you guys know that we record our episodes, like pre-record them a day before they're broadcasted on CFRU. So starting today, January 5th, um, the Ontario government announced that uh, we're, they're going to be restricting more stuff um, in the province and in society because of the Omicron variant that's spreading around like crazy. And that includes gyms actually being shut down. So um, listen, I know that, like I said, I know a lot of people set aside working out and i guess like signing up for a gym membership as their new year resolution but i do want to use my platform to say okay even though the gyms are uh, shut down that does not stop you from uh like just just working towards your goal to be fit like you can still work out at home i'm sure a lot of you um if you've been very determined to to get your workout in like uh, over the past two years, I'm sure you have at least something to work out with at home. If not, there's so many DIY stuff that you can uh, work on that can help you have a great workout at home. So um, those those huge like water bottles, like the one gallon ones, I believe that you can get from the store. You can If you literally have nothing to work out with, like if you have no weights to work out with, you can honestly just deadlift those, um, do some uh, bicep curls with those and I know it's like you're like what like why would I even try that trust me it works like a weight is a weight it doesn't matter if it comes in the form of a dumbbell or a barbell or a water bottle (laughs) so uh, if you're really determined to get started on your new year resolutions um, I'm just telling you there's like alternative ways like don't give up on your resolutions new year resolutions just because uh the gems are closed down uh but yeah yeah so i hope you um have a very energetic start to your year and that everything goes well for everybody out there um speaking of Wow, I feel like we're having so many awesome segues today on our show. So yeah, today is our first episode of the year. And um, speaking of all those um, stuff that has been newly mandated by our government here in Ontario, I do, again, want to use this platform to also raise awareness of something else that is uh, more or less related to like all the stuff that we talk about here on TKO. And that is, so I already said that the gyms were going to be closed down um, until further notice, pretty much, for at least at least 21 days, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but that also means that um, anything, like any events that was going to be sponsored and held by gyms, they're also going to be shut down. So why is this important for you to know? Well... Okay, so I want to make a huge clarification that, okay, yeah, like the gyms are closed down, meaning that the regular people like you and I can't really go to the gym to get our workout done. And that is all for like for everybody's safety, for the sake of everybody's safety and health. That's understandable. But I want to remind you that there are so many people out there who actually make a living um from that uh, that route so a lot of people who would need to have a gym behind them in order to get their um uh, like their job done to actually earn money from that path 
what i mean by this so um there's actually a lot of um combat sports athletes professional athletes who would need their gym sponsorship in order to um have their events happen have their matches happen so that they can actually like have those fights and then pretty much like earn money like that's how these people put food on their table and provide for their families and now with the gyms being closed down you know the gyms are closed and those events are also shut down and there's also a restriction of uh how many people we can have indoors um for like gatherings like social gatherings so there's all those restrictions in place but this has been like this will negatively affect those professional athletes who will need to have their events and to have those matches and fights in order to earn money and for the next little while they're going to be deprived of that and to be fair, they didn't know that this was what was coming up. Just imagine if you're um, a professional like kickboxer and you're preparing for a fight, you're training so hard, you're cutting down your weight. For example, just, just imagine you had a match coming up next week, right? Like the second week of January. And now um, this restriction, like these restrictions have been announced. And from today onwards, all gyms and their subsequent events are going to be shut down. This means that you've been working all like so hard towards nothing and not only that but you're not even gonna earn any commission uh for the fight that you were supposed to have which really sucks because like this is your professional job um and the thing is um um uh, you know like the the government has been saying that yeah like this shouldn't really impact people working like um for for the most part you should be able to still work from home like work remotely and earn money and all that i just want to clarify that not everybody works the conventional way of working nine to five or like working like doing paperwork or like doing admin or paperwork as their main uh way of working if that makes sense like there's a lot of jobs that require they're that are more hands-on and are uh, like they require in-person participation you know like professional athletes for example like stand-up comedians um just stuff like that and i feel like i 100 percent respect the decision that was made by our government however i feel like there ne there needed to be more um consideration of all these other professions that are going to be negatively impacted by such decisions and i feel like it could have been easily avoided uh and uh, just uh adapted a little bit so that uh we still um prevent people from gathering a lot but we also allow for these people to have their matches and events um and for them to still be able to work in a, in a like a socially distanced way and like in a in a covid friendly way still i do want to make an example um uh from like another scenario that i think the ontario government could have easily used in this case for professional athletes that being what the ufc did pretty much in the u.s when the pandemic first started so they were having fights they were having their athletes fight each other and like they were having regular matches, but they did not have any people in the audience. So, um, and I know that the limit for indoor gatherings is like five people. So I feel like that can also be easily achieved um, 
uh, we can just uh, comply by the rules, but also have these athletes fight and like have their events and still earn money while we're still being considerate of COVID mandates. So with the indoor gathering limit being five people, so we have fighter one, fighter two, a referee, maybe like one person from um, each of their corners and that's it. Like that's all we need. And there you go. That's five people. So it's easily achievable. Um, it can be done, but unfortunately I just feel like, um, not a lot of consideration was given to such professions that actually require in-person participation for these people to earn money, right? So I don't know who will be listening to this, who will ultimately like re like relay this message to the relevant authorities, but I really wish that there was a way that we could um, help with this because I know for a fact, especially athletes in Guelph, Ontario, in our hometown, being negatively impacted by this. Uh, people who have been working so hard towards these events and now we have these cancellations um, that I think could easily be adapted and changed in a way so that we still comply with the COVID mandates, but also allow these athletes to still participate participate in their events and have their fights happen and still for them to still earn money from them okay so that's my opinion that's my take on this all um having said all that please stay safe um please take all of this seriously um the new variant spreads really really fast as you probably know by now and um just just try to work on your body so that um, your immune system is ready to fight anything off. Um, drink a lot of water, have a healthy diet, try to get like moderate exercise in, have a good or like a healthy sleep schedule. All this helps. And not to like go down the rabbit hole by a lot, but um, I was actually reading this article that said that COVID impacts people with metabolic disease more negatively um, and that if you if you try to like lose weight and if you have a healthy lifestyle um you like those those things like severe disease can be prevented better even if you are if even if you do contract COVID so I think all of this is really important like it might sound really subtle to some of us but um please take it seriously um because it is real like all this that all, all like everything that is happening right now is real and it has serious consequences um and just like as human beings like we just want to live life conflict-free and healthy and we just want to achieve what we want to achieve like we just want to achieve our goals like have quality time with our friends and family and loved ones and that's all that's what humans want and so let's just like work towards that by trying to take care of ourselves and also each other in this uh <laughs> long continued pandemic yeah it sucks i know uh, it's been two years but we have to like work hard towards keeping everybody safe, okay? But also um, try to like come up with ways to adapt in a way so that we don't hurt from side consequences, if that makes sense, okay? So I feel like we need to talk about this stuff. Um, like I know some of this stuff is like the biggest elephant in the room, but uh, we need to talk about it, okay? Um, 
there's like pros and cons and like there's different aspects to discuss on uh this this whole thing but um we cannot stay silent and we have to like in a civilized way obviously we have to talk about it all because it's pretty important it's pretty important uh we have to like discuss freely um to to make like living conditions better for all of us in in our community okay so that's all i wanted to say um yeah so just to wrap this this conversation up everybody stay healthy take care of yourself and each other and um i hope everybody has a great start to their year okay all right so this is the first week of the year and uh in terms of combat sports we do have a couple major events coming up um at least when we're talking about the ufc uh we do have our first pay-per-view card of the year happening on january 22nd being ufc 270 that is going to be headlined by a heavyweight championship bout between uh francis Ngannou, who's the current heavyweight champion and cyril gone who's the interim heavyweight champion so uh, they'll be fighting each other in order to unify the heavyweight championship belt and to um, announce a undisputed heavyweight champion of the world. So we'll be talking about this fight in more detail as the fight approaches and during fight week. But this fight is going to be very, very interesting because both guys are countrymen. Um, they're both from France and they used to actually, interestingly enough, they used to train at the same gym. They used to be teammates. They used to be each other's sparring partner. Okay. And with that, there's like ups and downs. There's pros and cons because, um, when you're fighting and like training with someone, um, you're obviously training with them like you're you're not scared to be vulnerable around your training partner because like th that's the best way to grow and learn um in training camp um uh, you want your training partner to like challenge you the most that they can and for them to expose your weaknesses and whatnot so that you can work on them um train with them more so that you're actually very well prepared against your actual real life opponent uh, obviously, at the time, they didn't know that they were going to be facing off against one another um, in a few years for a championship bout. Uh, but that's like one of the biggest things because when Nganu was fighting Cyril Gan or training with Cyril Gan, he didn't know that Cyril was going to like take little notes about some of the stuff that Francis would do in training camp and like uh try to actually use those things against him now in a real fight and vice versa right so um that's gonna be very interesting especially because um footages of their training uh together has been released and uh, in those training videos we see that Cyril gone um okay so obviously it would try to like challenge francis and ganu who would try to um like put forward a voluminous uh type of striking if that makes sense so like he would try to overwhelm him with a lot of strikes and training and for francis to respond back um in the training videos we see that francis is like he is looking overwhelmed and he is being hit by a few good shots from sorel gun um Okay, I, I do see that though. Like I I'm <laughs> I I am observant of everything that I saw in that training footage, 
But the main question is, do you think Francis and Ganu really would react like that in a real fight? Or like I said before, like, is that just the version of Francis and Ganu that you, you would see in training camp, a person who's just more like laid back and more open to um, uh, like upcoming shots from his training partner and uh, is just like more willing and more ready to learn, more willing to learn and is just more vulnerable you know, you just have to keep those questions in mind before you jump into any conclusions because I've been seeing online in the MMA community that people are saying, oh, like, just just look, like, this is the real Francis Ngannou and this is how unprepared he would be in this upcoming fight against Cyril Gunn. But again, you have to keep in mind the context of that footage that we saw on the internet. It was not a real fight. It was a training footage. And in training you don't necessarily go all the way out against your opponent. Like it has to be at a certain, at, at a certain level, right? Like 70% of your max capacity kind of thing, but it's not your absolute best. You're not showcasing your absolute best in training. Um, Cause it's just not efficient. Okay. Um, so I, I feel like we need to consider that when we're viewing these uh, training footages, but that being said, and also, um, in addition to that, it has been a good few years since that footage um, came out. And in the meanwhile, so much has happened for both guys. Uh, Francis Ngannou, obviously, he faced uh, world-class level uh, opponents in the UFC who he absolutely beat the crap out of, right? And then he also became the heavyweight champion, lo and behold, right? So that's for Francis. And in the meanwhile, Cyril Gunn, he also came to the UFC. He also beat a lot of um, tough opponents. And uh, he became the interim heavyweight champion. So I feel like both guys have had a lot of improvement over the years. Um, but for us to ultimately decide what would actually go down on fight nights... Uh, I hate to tell you this, but we actually have to sit down and watch for ourselves. This is one of those fights that is going to be incredibly hard to bet on because um, they're both fan favorites and they're both um, just like absolute titans. And we've seen awesome footages from and like fight highlights from both guys who have had like really, really scary knockouts and uh, like really incredible fight highlights so we can't even resort to that <laughs> that's one of the hardest things about judging this fight and making a prediction about this fight so it is it is a very difficult fight to predict and to bet on so as a podcaster and a professional fan <laughs> i love how i just called myself that <laughs> I would just recommend that we all relax until January 22nd, just chill. And then once it is fight day, we just have our favorite drink in our hand and just have some popcorn um, <laughs> ready and just sit down and watch this fight for ourselves. Um, you can obviously bet, but I wouldn't really recommend it because it, this, this fight, I've seen a lot of fights in my time. And I see this fight going either way. So, uh, yeah, it is going to be very incredibly hard to judge. Uh, we don't know what's going to happen. Honestly, we are not 
gonna know what's gonna happen until we see the thing happen but if that doesn't really motivate you to like um <laughs> have a good start to your year i i don't know i don't know we need to have a talk because this fight in case you didn't know it is coming up in a couple of weeks and it is going to be like 2022 is going to be starting with a bang and um i'm sure this fight is going to set the tone for all the upcoming title fights that we're going to be having for the rest of the year so what a great way to start the pay-per-view fights on uh the ufc for 2022 all right, so that's like the big uh, pay-per-view card that is coming up for us. Uh, there is another uh, fight announcement <laughs> that is like, it's not like official yet, but uh, we have heard it directly from the person himself. So Floyd Money Mayweather has announced that in 2022, he is going to be boxing a YouTuber and uh like on the on the like the helicopter what is it called i cannot get the word but like the the place that the helicopters uh land on on like tall buildings at burjo burjo khalifa in dubai so that's that's an incredible announcement uh we all know that floyd manny mayweather loves to do big blingy stuff and i feel like this is no exception um you can't really go uh more than fighting on top of Burj Khalifa actually scientifically speaking I don't think it's a great idea because uh as you may know like from your trivia facts Burj Khalifa is the tallest building uh, period on the face of the planet so for him for them or like him and his opponent to fight on top of this tower uh, it is going to be pretty hard with regards to um, oxygen supplies and whatnot. Uh, it is going to be like he's just making it harder for himself. Like I understand he wants to do something completely outlandish and just like really, really out there. Um, but uh, come on, Floyd, like you have to like do your research beforehand. You cannot just go up there and fight your opponent while you're like struggling to breathe. Like you're struggling to get oxygen up there. Like yeah i get it but maybe try to like i don't know maybe like buy a private island and then just have the fight there but uh that's what has been said and announced by floyd money mayweather himself when he said he wants to fight a youtuber i can't really think of any big names right now besides one of the paul brothers uh but he's already fought logan paul i wonder if he is thinking about fighting jake paul now now that jake has been gaining more experience in professional boxing i just don't know i don't know what's inside his head i just feel like floyd mayweather um he's trying to he's trying to dodge actual professional boxers that are really 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 good right now he's trying to fight uh he's, he's trying to avoid fighting big name people right now in professional boxing like canelo alvarez you know people who um it would actually make sense to fight against them especially because like for example for canelo floyd has already fought him before in two uh, 2013 and now it's been so many years obviously it's almost been it's been nine years um see that fight would actually make sense like um statistic wise um, but he's trying to dodge that and he's trying to 
uh he's trying to make a good business decision and i don't really blame him because at this point of his career he's achieved everything that he's wanted to and would anything that would make sense for a professional boxer at that caliber and he doesn't really want to ruin his professional record yeah that's it it's as easy as that and he wants to make money but uh, I would not recommend him fighting on top of Bur Berger Khalifa, okay? Because there ain't no oxygen up there, man, okay? <laughs> Somebody tell him that, please. <laughs> All right, so that's pretty much everything that we had lined up for today. Wow, that was not bad at all for our first episode of 2022. I hope all of our subsequent episodes are going to be this energetic. And so, yeah. That's all the time we're going to be having for this week. Y'all, make sure you go to CFRU.ca to catch up with our previous episodes. You can also go to Spotify and Apple Podcasts to download our previous episodes. And until next time, it's your girl, John Nan, right here. And this is TKO. Peace out. Yeah.